0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I am your other
1: host, and my name is Tenant Michael. And I, before we launch our show, and this is a show we try and make fun. We try and add little elements of humor We try and add games. We try and add sometimes uh, silly songs. But something happened in our last episode that wasn't fun, and I take full responsibility for it, James. Good. Um, Should I get into it? Please do. It's a frigging elephant in the room. Might as well jump right in. Okay, so anyone who listened to last week's Labor Day Spectacular special where we saluted the working men and women who make this nation great will know that the episode ended with me assaulting James and breaking his ankles uh, because I didn't want him to leave the premises of my apartment where we were recording. Which is totally psycho. Well, it was, from my point of view, it was an act of love because I didn't want you to get out into society before you had recuperated from your recent uh, illness. Anyway, I overreacted, I broke your ankles, and I would like to officially
0: apologize to you for behaving that way. I, um... Do not accept your apology. Do you forgive me? No, but we've okay. been doing some things, uh, some exercises where Mike has been showing how sorry he's been and how deferent he's going to be to me. Yes, I had you eating out of a dog bowl. Remember, yes. you yeah. were having, you made me lunch, and I said I want you to eat yours off the floor, and you did. Not only did I have to now, this is a, I thought this was a bit strange, but not only did I have to
1: eat out of the dog bowl, I had to also use it as my toilet for a bit. That's right.
0: And you know what? Good, right? Well, well yes. you did something really bad and now you deserve what you're going to get. So for yeah. for a good long time now. And this is just so I don't call the damn cops on you, Michael. Right. So, basically your choices are do everything I say from now on yeah. or
1: go to jail. And so,
0: oh how rosy
1: cheeked Mike will do in jail. I'm not I don't want to go to jail, so yes, I am doing Whatever you say, Master, for a bit. But anyway, we've got that out of the way. Cleared the air.
0: For now. For now. Yeah. Um, and maybe I like having someone to do whatever I say. <laughs> oh, that sounds... Now, I know you just you, you didn't plan on
1: speaking like that in that voice, but it reminded me of Stewie from Family Guy.
0: Oh, he is... Oh, my God. The mind that comes up with a baby that is uh, a genius. <laughs> I think I can do a Stewie. Oh yes, Brian. I want to, to uh, you know, shoot uh, someone. That, well, sure. The voice well, is okay. You didn't really need to work on the voice. You didn't material. say something
1: very interesting,
0: but yeah. I have some good news. Okay. Well, first of all, as you all know, stupid Mike broke my ankles last week. Luckily, I was able to fly to Switzerland and uh, have a stem cell replacement, a blood transfusion right. thing. Uh it's if you can do it I highly recommend it. Uh Dr. Schnaus in Zurich is phenomenal uh, if you're having a sort of body reconstruction, uh DNA stem cell uh, operation kind of thing. So I have my I have new ankles. They look good and you look good. And I have to ask, mm-hmm. did you get any other work done when you were there from well, Dr. Schnaus? And a, I love that. I love that name. It's very European. Well, a gentleman doesn't tell, but take a look at my pecs. Whoa! Yeah. Big, hey? Very big. I had my pecs
1: done. Now, if only the audience could see them, because this is this is an audio format, obviously, but uh, James, you have wonderful, nice pecs.
0: <laughs> yeah, you painted a beautiful picture there. Reminds me of Pamela Anderson, in a way. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that, because uh, I want something, a head turner when I'm at the beach. Right. Right.
1: Oh, anyway, I can tell we're gonna have a great episode. We've got a great guest lined up,
0: but before yep. we go And get I want there, to apologize also for sniffing. I have allergies. You have allergies right now too. What we, the hell is going on? It's allergy season here in the GTA. And so we uh we ask for
1: your forgiveness, audience. We also ask for your patronage. Oh I love that. Do it again. Oh, <laughs> On Patreon.com, if you have the the ability, the wherewithal, or the interest, we would appreciate it if you supported us at Patreon.com slash LandlordTenant.
0: It really helps. Uh, keep the lights on, as they say on, on TV. Absolutely. Right? I won't put a dime of my fortune into this damn right. thing, so it really helps. Yeah. Thank you. Um,
1: Now... I said that we have. or You mentioned we have uh, allergies. Do you think it's from the pollen in the air, or do you think it's because we have we're allergic to the to all the celebs <laughs> in Toronto right now? And I'll explain what I mean by that. Because right now we're in the the middle of the Toronto International Film Festival Tiff. We're, we're Tiffers. It's no secret. We're not ashamed of it. And this city is being in. It's infested. With some of the top names in world cinema right now.
0: Well, that makes it sound like you want to kill them. No. Okay. Well, Sorry, it's full of it's full uh, it's full of yeah. all the celebs. Yes. Right now, Toronto makes is making Hollywood look like uh, a, a toilet. I don't know. I, that's the TIFF uh, slogan, I believe. Ho- Hollywood's looking up at Toronto right yeah. now and going, "Oh shit, they've got it going on. We suck. Shit, we're a toilet now. Yeah. Uh, how do we? How can we be more like Toronto?"
1: Yeah, damn right. Well, we love making Hollywood jealous, and we love (coughs) film... Oh my God, are you okay? (laughs) Take two. We love film. I got a bit emotional thinking about how much I love film. Uh, We love film, photography, sound men, boom mic operators, gaffers, grips, everybody involved in making a film, and we thought it would be very fun to do a segment this week about TIFF, and it's called... The landlord and tenant pod mess presents. Here are some uh, tiff tales. Here are some celebs we've spotted around town.
0: Beautiful tiff tales. Fantastic. Yeah, because you can't you can't shake a dead horse uh, in Toronto right now without seeing a celeb. So yeah, I did shake
1: my... a dead horse actually, and guess who fell out? Kiefer Sutherland.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, would you like to go first, Michael, with your tiff spotting? I'd love to. Yes, yes. So um, Eddie Murphy's in town um, after
1: a you know a long period of only doing children's movies like the Clumps and the Nutty Professor and so on. Shrek, of course, where he plays the famous donkey. Mm-hmm. He's returning to movies for adults, and he's in town promoting Dolomite is my name, and uh, I think he just signed a Netflix deal as well. He my might do, stars. Might, he's hosting SNL soon as well. Anyway, he's in town promoting the movie Double Mind" Is My Name. And I was at the AGO the other day, and if you're not from Toronto and you're listening, that's uh, the Art Gallery of Ontario. It's basically our Louvre or MoMA. And um, I went down the stairs, where I like to sometimes go and spend time thinking, uh, gathering my thoughts, to the Thompson Collection of Ship Models. Now, this place is fantastic. They have hundreds of model ships. They have everything from Tug's, Dredgers and trawlers to cargo vessels, passenger steamers, (sighs) private yachts, corvettes, battleships, cruisers, torpedo boats, destroyers. Everything you can imagine. And as I was standing there, who do I see, you know, 12 feet away from me but Eddie Murphy. No. Mr. Coming to America himself, right? Just staring his mouth was wide open... His eyes were wide and he was just looking at these ships. He's kind of breathing heavy, and I could hear him humming to himself. And i was starstruck, but I did sort of I crept up behind Eddie Murphy and leant over to hear what he was saying. And he was actually humming to himself, Yo ho ho
0: and a bottle of rum. A pirate's life for me. Can you believe that? Wow. Eddie Murphy's a ship guy. Who knew? And no better place to see them than the H.E.O.? Yeah. I mean, that is crazy, Mike. It is crazy. You know, I was going to ask
1: him for the autograph, but I was like, no. If I was admiring the ships, I would hate to be disturbed, so I let him alone. Wow. I just took a video of him for five minutes. Wow. Um, do you like the Thompson collection of model ships?
0: Mm, I've never been, but I like going on ships in real life. Okay, then not the question. If it's a sexy-ass yacht. Yeah. No, they don't have little models of sex boats there. All right. Anyway. It was good to see Eddie Murphy. Okay. Uh, my first TIFF sighting was one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, uh, Mr. William Crystal. Mr. Billy but Crystal. Really? Mm. Billy? Yeah. I saw him in wow. town. And um, he was actually at a local uh, establishment on Queen Street called the Bovine Sex Club. No! Yes, which was one of Toronto's famous underground goth music uh, places. And I went in there to um, have some shots. And there was Billy Crystal and he was watching uh, a band. It was actually, remember this 90s goth sort of uh, band, Dead Can Dance. Really? Mm-hmm. I never would
1: have pegged Billy for a gother.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're not really goth, but what are Dead Can Dance? They're sort of ethereal, you know... Kind of post-punk.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, he,
0: yeah. He, he he had a big Dead Can Dance uh, t-shirt on, and he was like really excited that they were in town. And yeah. he loved the vibe. He totally fit into the Bovine Sex Club vibe. And, uh, Billy, you, know, so you <laughs>
1: think of him like he's a baseball guy. He always talks about jazz. You never yeah. think of He has this dark
0: side to him, right? Yeah. And Billy was, Billy was up right in front of the stage, and he's like, play Song of the Stars, you know, play Song of the Stars, play Act to The Mountain. All, what? all Dead Can Dance's hits. Yeah, he knew them all. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. he's a real dedicated
1: fan. mm mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. You know, speaking of goth music, do you remember the uh, the lawyer who defended Gian Gameshi in his trial, Marie mm-hmm. Heinen? A bit, yes. So she was profiled on uh, Your Morning, the other morning on CTV, <laughs> okay, and uh, and this is real, and and they were asking her about her style and stuff, and she's like, you know, I work in a very professional business, but if I didn't, I would be, you know, I'd be a punker because I I am a punk, and the host was like, really, you're a punk? And she's like, yeah, I've got ink, you know, and as a teen, I loved uh, I loved goth music, yeah, I loved I loved gotham music, goth. She said she was claiming she was a goth music fan and
0: said the phrase gotham music, <laughs> which is. Wow, well, nothing more punk than defending Gian Gomeshi I absolutely. Guess.
1: I mean she's like huh. the female Johnny Rotten and Angelo Biafra
0: <laughs> combined in one and uh, she loves
1: that Batman uh, Batman Gotham music.
0: yeah, well, yeah, Gotham because yeah, I think the Gotham is different than Goth music. Gotham music is yeah. like Prince <laughs> yeah
1: so she'd wake up and she huh. gets pumped before uh, you know defending an absolute monster
0: by uh, maybe yeah, Blaring bat dance or kiss from a
1: rose,
0: maybe. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present exhibit A. (laughs) Seal has got to be the sexiest guy with the worst face. Uh, I disagree. Is that a bad thing to say? I think the opposite. He's the worst guy with the sexiest face. All right. Anyway, we should carry on. Our guest is here. Yes, we're only one
1: in. Um, All right. So here's another celebrity I spotted around town. Um, Now, this blew my mind. I I was not expecting this. You know, I go to church every Sunday because I'm a devout Roman Catholic, right? Yeah. And I was sitting in my church, and um, I heard some snickering coming from behind me. And I turned around, and who did I see in the pew... TV's Bill Maher. Wow. He what? Was, he was in my church. At a church, but he's... So that's that's what I thought, too. He's a famous atheist, right? And I turned around and I whispered, because the priest was in the middle of a sermon about uh, gratitude, and and I said, Bill, of all people, what are you doing in my church? You haven't had a certain... Uh, you have had like a re- religious epiphany, have you? And he rolled his eyes in that classic Bill Maher way, and he said... No, and I said, "Well, what are you doing here?" And he he snickered, and he went, (laughs) "Research."
0: Oh shit! That means he's gonna pillory the church. Yeah, either in uh,
1: upcoming stand-up special or some sort of
2: documentary,
1: or maybe just on
0: uh, his show. So crazy to go so out on a limb in these days and criticize organized religion. Like, how do you get away with that? Like, it's just wild. Well, people love it. People love they him. It up Yeah. Uh, here's my second tiff spotting, and it's from a guy uh, 90s kids will know and love. Oh, Mr. Patrick Stewart.
1: Make Mr. Make Jean-Luc it so. Picard yeah. engage. Yeah. Blunt Talk. A lot of people know him from the show Blunt Talk. I don't know that show. Right. It was created, I think, by
0: Seth uh, McFarlane. Another mention of uh, of Seth. Well, I don't know that one. Yeah. But I actually happened to be down uh, down by the Sky Dome. And I saw Patrick Stewart standing outside the Sky Dome, oh, now it, known as the Rogers Center, staring at the building. Is he a baseball fan? I mean, what's going on? Not in the least. He doesn't know a baseball from a hole in the wall. But he's standing there staring at the Sky Dome, and he turns to me as I'm walking by, and he goes, Ha! That dome's even bigger than mine! And I fucking laughed my ass off. I couldn't believe he had such a good sense of humor about his baldness. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he was just standing there saying this over and over again. Yep, he repeated it. <laughs> I stood there for twenty minutes, and he just kept saying it.
2: Wow. He's maybe
0: getting old. Because that's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true, though, what you said. I, I guess they don't really understand or play baseball in in England, so he wouldn't know the no. He wouldn't know what was going on in a baseball game. He'd be so confused. He'd be nervous, probably. So here's my third and final uh, celebrity I spotted at TIFF for our segment TIFF Tales. Um it's a lady and mm. she's quite a lady. I saw Scarlett Johansson who's in town for her new movie Marriage Story. And guess where I saw her? Nope, not, you know, buying the latest fashions or, you know, getting her nails done. Shoes? No. Guess where I saw her? I saw her at Best Buy. What I saw Scarlett Joe friggin' Hanson at Best Buy, and I was shocked, and I, I tapped her on the shoulder, and I said, Scarlett, what are you doing at Best Buy? And she told me that she was there to buy a special edition Amazon Fire Stick that's painted red and white with the Canadian maple leaf as a gift for her fiancé, Colin. Oh, wow. Colin Jost oh, from, yeah. from SNL, right? Wow. And she was getting, actually, she was getting two. She was also getting one for Michael Che. Who is oh. his best friend from Weekend Update? And um, turns out, yeah, Scarlett. Uh, she's a gadget geek. She knows really? everything about tech and uh, gizmos and the latest, you know, electronics and stuff like that. And she wow. had a whole shopping basket full of. Computers and TVs, really, and uh, gaming. All, Is she a gamer? She's a gamer. Yeah. So she had uh, all of these cartridges and consoles and <laughs> all sorts of plugs and extension cords. Wow, that's and cool. She said that we have a bet. Toronto's known for having the best Best Buy in the world, and the Hollywood one doesn't
0: hold a candle to this. Uh, unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a shocking one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, my final Tiff uh, tale. Is that I went to go see the Second City improv show in downtown Toronto. Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. Well, a guest of the, a couple of the guests on that show. I've I've been on the podcast. Chris Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Stacey McGonigal's still on there. Elena Riock. Bra- I mean, we've Brandon. had lots. Brandon. Oh, that's right. Brandon Hackett. Hackett. Yeah. Anyway, so those guys are all really funny, and um, I'm at the I'm at the Second City. I'm watching the improv uh, show, and um. You know how they ask questions from the audience? Well, guess who I saw in the audience? Noted one of the most famous directors in the world, Steven Spielberg. No! Get this. This guy's supposed to be a really good director. So you'd assume he'd have all these ideas, right? Well, I mean, that's what he's known for. Mm -hmm. Well, they're about to do a scene. Chris Wilson and the others, they're up there on the stage. They go, hey, uh, sir. They go to Steven Spielberg. Hey, sir, can you give us a location? Steven Spielberg goes, um... Uh, uh, couldn't come up with one. Guy's supposed to be the best director of the, the day. Oh, God! Couldn't come up with a location. Everyone booed him out of the theater. Really? Mm-hmm. That's horrific. Yeah. I feel bad for Steven. I do. I don't. He's rich. All right. He's fine. That's really surprising. You think he'd have something, you know... I know. Birmingham. I know. It's wild. And that was Tiff Tales. Okay, well, um, why don't we take a quick break... And maybe blow our noses. Yeah, they're leaking. Among other things. And and, uh, we'll be back with our guest.
1: And welcome back to the show, everybody. We've blown our noses and dried our eyes. And we're ready for our guest to join us now. And uh, he's an old friend of the show. He's a movie fanatic. Please welcome Mr. Chris Locke.
3: Hey, oh, said, hey, oh. oh, what song is that? Is that uh, Freddie Mercury? It's pre- yeah. No, that's <laughs> Anthony Kiedis.
0: No. Ayo, hey, oh, gotta say. Oh. Yeah, that's Anthony Kiedis, isn't no, it? No, it's not. That's like a. Hey, oh, California. <laughs> is it Tony Danza? Hey,
1: oh. Ayo, <laughs> Angela. Ha ha ha. This is Angela, and you're watching Who's the Boss. Hey, welcome back to Who's the Boss. Do you think we had sex? I don't know. Probably <laughs> did. Who's the Boss? We'll be back in a minute. Don't change the channel. <laughs> am,
0: I, am I the only person who thought. Tony. That, That's Jonathan. <laughs> did you think Tony. Mona
1: was the the ultimate babe on
0: that show? I wanted to bona Mona. <laughs> you weren't am I, alone. Am I the only person who thinks the title of that show was ridiculous?
3: Judith Light is the boss
0: because she's paying Tony. Exactly. She is literally the boss. But
3: when Mona was on the screen, they should have changed the title of the show to Boy <laughs> 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 we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Stick
0: around. <laughs> Did you guys see that? <laughs> Tony Danza was in a recent show with Josh Grobin. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Grobin's the boss?
3: Or it's Josh Grobin.
0: He's a singer. He's a famous classical music singer. Oh right!
3: Oh, of course. I have all his albums. Raise me up. And he he tries to do comedy as well. Yeah, and he's good at it. He toured recently, and Jeremy Renner opened for him. Mm.
0: (laughs) Wow! Yeah, we all watched the Jeremy Renner music video. If you don't know, Jeremy Renner makes music, Mm -hmm. and his music video it's very it reminds me of Imagine Dragons. The drums went
3: like this. Oh, that was so good. What's the. uh, My favorite type of music is like the weekend is here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, time to get loose. I'm going to get crazy at the bar. There's only one bar in my town, everybody goes. (laughs) Yeah. That's my favorite kind of song. Yeah. So, like, what kinds of songs? Like what Jeremy Renner um, sings about (laughs) and other guys from the middle of America. So, you don't like think a bar is the best place in the world? (laughs) They've never heard of uh, going to the park. Gonna play dance next to hot
1: blondes. (laughs) Lots of fat guys not talking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We don't have a drum machine in here, folks. That's Chris Locke's mouth.
1: Tonight's the night I eat some food. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's the night I meet the boys. We eat real bad and we all get sick. (laughs) Do you want onion rings? <laughs>
0: Freedom in America. <laughs> Order a basket of onion
3: rings. <laughs> if you guys don't want them, it's okay. But have some if you want. That sounds
0: like a guy in the toilet.
3: <laughs> it's Friday night.
2: <laughs> the waitress
3: is merely humoring us.
2: <laughs>
3: I work so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine old like sports bars and uh, wing bars are are like gross as they are. Imagine the days when you also uh, there
0: was smoke everywhere. Everyone was <sighs> oh, smoking. Yeah. Imagine the having
1: the, a cigarette in one hand and a wing in the other. The
0: youngsters who listen to this podcast won't remember. You used to go to a bar, you go home, you stink of cigarettes. Yeah, remember that. These days, young people go home and
3: they sm- they stink of
1: uh,
0: quinoa, or CBD and,
1: oil. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> they're all dying because of the jewel of vaporizers oh yeah. I've been hearing about that it's a big that. thing yeah they're fucking get those out of your mouth yeah
1: they're destroying young people's lungs oh. they are
3: that's my impression of a young person <laughs>
1: oh, daddy what's happening to my lung so I if any daddy! young young people listening strengthen those lungs I recommend and I'm always walking up to teens on the street and saying I, I, first of all I slap the jewel out of their mouth and I say here and I put a harmonica
3: in their mouth I say, strengthen your lungs by blowing on this harp. <laughs> <laughs> on my way here, I was walking by an orphanage, and there was a bunch of kids looking out the window vaping, going, help us, we can't stop. <laughs> and also adopt
1: us. <laughs> it's because all those flavors are marketed to kids, right? They got yeah, and
0: then the name people hear jewel, they think oh a jewel, and then yeah. they go oh I guess it's this, and they smoke it. and then know, they're flavors like C- Count Chocula, Boo
1: Berry, Shreddies flavor, Beyond
0: Meat <laughs> burger. <laughs> has anybody had? Has anybody seen? There's a Beyond Meat burger at frigging Timmy's now. Tim Hortons. Yes. They don't do burgers, S- that's so strange. Imagine if Tim Horton uh, I, I know, they're weird.
1: If he came back from the grave, because Tim Horton was a great big hockey player, right? Yeah. You think you think if he came back from the grave and saw them selling plant-based burgers, do you think he'd fucking have an aneurysm hey, and die? Make this
3: real meat! <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna slap shot you. <laughs> He would kill
0: everyone in the Tim Hortons. He sounds like a mummy. Make this real meat. I'm the biggest, strongest.
3: Oh. Darn it. <laughs> Car crash. Um, I am the Michael Winslow of this podcast. Did you Hell notice that? Hell yeah. Yeah. Could,
0: I was thinking, could you do the beginning? <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> could you do the beginning to the song Closer by Nine Inch Nails?
3: <laughs> Wait, how does that go? It's like... <laughs> no. But
0: I can't do it. You can't do that?
3: Um, you know, it's like, you let me What about the Pigs one? You know Pigs? Change. Okay. Yeah, At the beginning I know of pigs. pigs goes like this. I know Pigs. Oh, or is that head like a hole? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I'm Gotham. <laughs> you know how... Is uh, industrial goth? Some of it it's was. It's Gotham, yeah. Yeah. Gotham is... Mi- Danny Elfman is
0: Gotham, is Gotham music.
1: Uh, ministry
3: was really good. Did you like them? Do they
0: yeah. do that one Lay. They did... The, Jesus lay, Built My lady, Hot rod. Oh, yeah, they did the Lay, Lady, Lay, right? Yeah. The cover. But you know, you know how Trent Reznor
1: recorded uh, the downward spiral in the, the mansion where Sharon Tate was murdered? Is that true? He mm-hmm. That's it, lame. That's no. It's cool. I think he should have <laughs> instead. I think I disagree, Chris. I think it's really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. He should have um, rented a mansion where a man died. He should have recorded the downward spiral where Bob Hope died. <laughs>
3: Pretty sure Bob Hope died after Downward Spiral.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's nice he got a chance
3: to hear it.
2: But it would have been.
0: (laughs) Hey, say playing that song uh, "Head Like a Hole." (laughs) Hey, call up
1: Johnny Carson. Has he heard this song uh, "Pigs"?
0: (laughs) March (laughs) of of the P. or
1: something. In my day, we had a march of uh, March of Dimes. Now they got the March of Pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) 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 Head like a hole. Mother, I, can I recorded
1: my first album. Do you want to hear the song? <laughs> yes, Trent. And
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mother, when I was growing up, you broke me. <laughs> Mother, I have a
1: message for you. Yes, yes Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, dear.
3: <laughs> my band is uh, really influenced by just young anger.
0: Well, it's a disgusting name. Nine inch nails. Imagine, ew.
3: Well, do you think
1: he's talking about nails on his fingers and toes, or do you think he's talking about like uh, you know nails like a hammer? And oh, nails? I
3: always uh, assumed nails on his hands. Oh, I mm. figured ones that you hammer into a board.
0: Oh,
1: so you well, thought that's it was a good... Howard Hughes, like big curly fingernails. Yeah. or FloJo,
0: remember FloJo? The, yeah, the, I runner? Do, the runner. Well, hit us up on Twitter and let us know if you think that he meant nails on a hand or nails hammered in.
3: Yeah, Trent Reznor, hit us up. I would love to get Trent on
1: the show, and maybe he's in town for TIFF because he he has done soundtracks for movies, including I think the social uh, what's the network Social Network. Here's yeah. a
3: couple people I think you should have on the show: Trent, Trant, <laughs> Trant, Trant, and Trent. You know, speaking <laughs> if of any of them uh, are
0: listening, yeah, get in jump touch. on. Trent. Speaking, speaking of sort of '90s metal rocker guys, I listened mm. to Maynard James Keenan of Tool on Joe Rogan. The other day, and it it was funny. The first thing on the first thing on the podcast, Joe Rogan goes, "You make great fucking wine, dude." Yeah, I thought was funny.
3: He does make good wine. I drink it all the time. Yeah. (laughs) To, what's it like, Why wine. can't I not be sober? It's
0: because I'm drinking your wine, dude. <laughs> oh god. Imagine
1: that if you were good, in Chris. Imagine if you were on the sunset strip and you walked in the Viper room and you saw Maynard <laughs> there and you tapped him on the shoulder and you said
3: that to him. Oh my god, he would probably suck my dick. <laughs> That's the dream. Finally got the cigarette from Tool to suck my dick. Well no, on the bottle of the like the label
1: of the wine, it's the Maynard uh, James Keenan Challenge. <laughs> Where if you tap him on the shoulder and say, Why can't I not be sober? It's because of your wine, he
3: will do that. Let me ask you let me say this to anybody listening too. If you make a contest where the challenge is to get you to try want to suck the person's dick, you already want to suck the person's dick. Yeah, Maynard. 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 May the nerd be with you, Tool. (laughs) I once read an interview. I read Just Kidding, I love you. Maynard James Keenan. Dabbled in
0: stand-up comedy before Tool. Yes, he was in an episode of Mister Show.
1: He opened with that's this,
3: true. His set opened like this: uh, "Is this Tool on?" <laughs> oh, that's that's good. <laughs> that's funny, right? You,
1: you know how, like in cartoons, yeah, funny.
3: Uh, if a character
1: is hungry, everyone looks like a turkey. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's so Tool? Like he looks around the world and he sees everything as a Tool?
3: Yeah. Well, technically, everything <laughs> everything that man has ever invented is an extension of a piece of our body, it just made better. Right. Like, for example, the house is the skin. Ooh, oh. so we're inside of a. Bike. And a microphone is going into a computer that goes out into people's ears is like a giant mouth that lasts forever.
1: Oh, ew. Yuck. I, uh, yeah. I actually oh, I feel saw... like I'm actually going to barf.
3: And like those uh, D- Dracula fangs that you put in your mouth on Halloween are like just longer... They're supposed to be just longer teeth. <laughs>
0: wow. Tools. I actually saw a bit Dracula of Maynard James Keenan's uh, stand-up. Dracula tools. I saw a bit of Maynard, Ke- Maynard James Keenan's stand-up. All right, here we go. And he goes, uh, you guys want to see an impression of me doing a, a jigsaw, trying to do a jigsaw puzzle? <laughs> mm-hmm. Dark stuff. Yeah. I would. So he, so he goes, you guys want to see an impression of me trying to do a jigsaw puzzle? And then it, then he kind of mimes, like getting frustrated and goes... I know the pieces fit, and that was before he started
3: the band. Yeah. Oh, uh, so that's interesting. Jokes that bombed became inspirations for songs that killed. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I love that. Song. That's awesome. So, do you think schism? Yeah. A lot of people did stand up before they started their band. Les Claypool from Primus. Oh, no. Really? Yeah.
0: He seems so serious, though.
3: I know. <laughs> I know he like comes across as like a librarian.
0: Remember, you sent me. Hello, a, everybody. <laughs> you sent. me a, <laughs> I think you sent me Chris a YouTube video of people like liking Primus. Like it was people watching Primus <laughs> videos and then going, "This is good." And it, for some reason, it was entertaining. Chris, can you retell the story yeah. of of playing
1: Primus for a girl? I mean, you may have told it before, but I've it's told w-
3: it on another podcast before.
1: Let's do. It. Well, you um, own the rights to the story, so it's up to so, you.
3: Um. First of all. Uh, I have a shirt that with the pig from Pork Soda on it at home in my dresser. <laughs>
0: Whoa. Is that a Primus song? It's a Tr- Primus it's album. album. I don't you know God anything did. about is this Ring a Bell? Mm, grab yourself a can of Pork Soda. <laughs> no, my no. name is Mud. No. Mud. My name is hey. Mud. Hey, Mom. I've recorded some music. Want
1: to hear it? Yes, Les Claypool, my son.
3: My name is Mud.
1: You are no longer part of the
3: family. <laughs> I do acid. We know. <laughs> So what is this story? Um in when I was 15 years old, I was like mad about this girl Alexandra. Hey Lexi, what's up? And uh <laughs> hey, give us a shout out. We made out and stuff, but uh you know, not too much. We were still young, nervous kids. Sure. But I one day, my parents were away, and I had her in my room, door closed, oh. and everything. And she's on my bed. Uh-oh. And so I'm like, here we go. This is going to be my lovely time with this girl I'm so attracted to, Alexandra, who's married now with kids. She got married young, too. She got married at like 20. All will edit that part Hey, now. what's up? <laughs> and then, uh, how are the kids? <laughs> Remember? Anyways. And then uh, I didn't... I was like, Do you want to hear some music? And she said, Yeah, sure. And I put on pork soda by Primus, <laughs> and then nothing happened between us. <laughs>
1: to set the mood for maybe your first <laughs> sexual
3: experience. <You> know,
1: like. <laughs> it's so weird because Primus music, as
3: everyone knows, is what they play at strip clubs. It's used
2: Remember in Welcome Pono to movies. This World?
1: Welcome to this so imagine, like, yeah.
3: yawning and putting my arm around her, and on the stairs, it's like, <laughs> The music of madness. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss me. Kiss me. <laughs> Do you want to have sex?
1: But if you had had sex... A woman can't conceive. Actually, this is true. A woman can't conceive while Primus is playing. So you didn't need to use a condom had it got that far.
3: The if b- the you body- come inside of a woman when Primus is playing, the cum finds its way out of her ass. <laughs> that it says that on the back of their album, it's the Primus guarantee. <laughs> the cum runs away from the situation. <laughs>
2: A lot um, more bands well, need
3: to adopt that policy, if you ask me. Kidding now, my, rock.
1: my brother once told me that <laughs> there was um, when when Metallica's first bass player, or Cliff Burton, died in a bus accident. Metallica held auditions for his replacement, Yeah, Les Claypool. Apparently, Les Claypool. Now wow, the way, oh, wait.
3: With, he went to high school with Kirk Hammett. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um,
1: my I
2: brother really told me he. About my
1: brother told me he read an interview about um, Les Claypool, who was like, "Yeah, I auditioned for." Metallica, and then the Metallica guys were like, uh, "You're too good, so we don't want to like limit you. So thanks, but no thanks." Yeah. But part of me is like, they were like, "We don't want this fucking nerd in the band."
3: <laughs> totally. Yeah, imagine. I, I don't think Les Claypool's style would blend with.
1: Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son. Say <laughs> your If he had been in Metallica, that's how Enter Sandman would have sounded. Say your prayers, little one. <laughs> I,
0: I agree with what he said.
1: <laughs> Say your prayers. Like, he would have been the kid going like, now let we'll me down to sleep. Play the Lord with my soul to keep.
0: <laughs> Enter Sandman. I don't. Why do people like Primus? I don't I get like it. On, I listen to like. <laughs> yeah,
3: I like that. Um, it's a. I guess you it's either definitely like a nineties you, thing. You people still they like when Rio? they do tour, it's like big. It's really? big. They do like big like stadiums.
1: Imagine being. Like, waking up, and you're Les Claypool, if and you Bob you're a- Kerr's
3: listening, Bob Kerr is an unashamed, still open about loving, <laughs> and we'll see. He met Les Claypool. Les Claypool makes wine, too, and Bob, I think, got a bottle of it.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, Bob's been on the podcast. He listens, right? Get him next does. time. Get him. Yeah. We'll ask him about Primus.
1: Um, yeah. The, but imagine waking up as Les Claypool, your you're a multi-millionaire. You live in a beautiful mansion, and you're like, uh, s- silly, unlistenable music paid for this. And then, Yeah. You know? Maybe that he's wasn't funny. He's a master funny.
3: of his craft. He's just—he's yeah, like, really good at playing the
1: bass in in a silly way. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. He's influenced by Getty Lee too, which is like Canada's uh, Toronto's like uh, first nerd bass player.
0: That's right. You know, he had season tickets to the Blue Jays, and you could see him in the front row at games. That's true. You'd see him I've all the time. I've been at some uh, Geddy Lee let's games for go. sure.
1: Blue Jays. Let's <laughs> play
2: ball. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
3: And he plays a 15 minute solo. All those guys, there's a poster that I saw. Okay, you know, like sometimes when you're at a grocery store and you can donate money to try and rent a raffle of like a painting or a picture that's in the store? Yeah. It was a picture of Rush. And not only did Neil Peart have 500 drums on his drum set, (laughs) but both Geddy Lee and what's his name? Alex Lifeson. Lifeson. Had double necked bass guitar and guitar. <laughs> so it's like three guys Dude. being like, We have the most <laughs> things you can touch if you know, possible. To <laughs> to
1: Sometimes music. there are videos where I remember being like, How does he do it? Where Getty Lee would like play a keyboard as well as oh, the bass occasionally God. like in like a little boo dit in there. Doo murder. Taka 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 music. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, so we we're talking about Primus, but it is mm-hmm. the Toronto International yeah. Film Festival. So and maybe he's here. yeah. And, well, there is a music documentary that kicked off TIFF called "Once We're Brothers," and it's a documentary mm. about the band
0: and Robbie Robertson.
3: Yeah, I find that band really boring. <laughs> and i don't like any of their music what's
0: their main hit I'd, i'm not a, the I'd, wait
3: is that is that, how does
0: the
2: wait Take a w- load do they do off, yeah. baby oh okay Do
3: Take they do cripple creek too or?
1: cripple creek yeah. they do uh the that one's all right confederate oh, yeah, flag song. song what's the one uh, the night they drove old dixie down oh yeah
0: the night they drove old dixie down which i think is a
1: song from the point of view of a confederate soldier that is like and aren't they Garden is like a,
0: a great Robbie canonical is. song. Are they all Canucks, or is just Robbie I Robertson?
1: everyone but Lee Von Helm was Canadian. Okay. they, Yeah. Are anyway, they from T.O.? Yeah. They backed up Ronnie Hawkins, and then Bob Dylan stole them, uh, oh, right. and they became his backup band. That part oh. was cool.
3: That part of the band was cool.
1: Hey, can I steal you guys? <laughs> can I steal you? <laughs> did you? Did you guys know that I'm a thief? And I'm mm-hmm. stealing you, Williams and Singer stole Robbie <laughs> Robertson.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you think that Les Claypool would have been good in the band and would have changed their sound for the better, or would he have made them worse? Here we go. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <joking>.
3: <laughs> Let's go visit.
1: That what if t- Michael? Era, um, who's the guy from Police Academy? Michael uh,
3: Winslow. What if he
1: had been in the band? I feel
3: like you. <laughs> did you not? Did you ever see? I feel like didn't you see Michael Winslow alive or something? No, I was joking about seeing
1: him because he played. He was this playing like, in like um,
3: years Eastern, ago. I'm trying to remember.
1: He had a gig uh, book that I found on Facebook where he was playing in <laughs> Slovakia, Eastern oh, Europe. Wow. Okay, and I so you didn't click that trip. I was going. But I
0: <laughs> I looked him up recently. He still looks the same. He looks great. Yeah, handsome as hell. Remember him in Spaceballs too. He wasn't just all yeah. about Police beep, Academy. Beep game over it's the blips bleep bleep the bloops bloop bloop and the sweeps remember
3: that (laughs) that's really good you could have
2: did you audition for it no i've heard people
1: refer to you now and this please take this as a compliment as the White Winslow. That's really nice. Yeah.
3: Ooh.
0: Hey, you know what? I what white movie? chocolate. Now, now this. Have is you a... tried
3: the white chocolate Reese's Peanut Butter Cup?
0: No. Is it
3: good? Not as good as the original, but that's what you would be like. What is that in that peanut
0: butter? It's so good, but it's like—is it even peanut butter? I
3: know. No, it's some kind of science
0: formula. You know what I watched recently, guys? Ever seen TV. that movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze it's and Sam hilarious. Elliott? I I had never seen it. It's it's amazing. And mm-hmm. okay, first of all, are they in a fighting? Oh, Michael! Okay, brief synopsis. Spoiler alert, warning. I won't spoil anything, really. But Patrick Swayze is the best bouncer in America. Basically, he's the best (laughs) bouncer. They call him a cooler. That's the premise. Yes,
3: I love how the movie opens with like an example of how he's the best too, because that was breathtaking. Yeah, what happens? Uh, He throws some guys out.
0: He just throws (laughs) some guys out of a bar, but toughly. But he's cool as a cucumber when he does it. Yeah, so beautiful. Some guy. Some guy spots Patrick Swayze. He's like, "I've heard about you. You're the best bouncer, and you know whatever." And I'm opening a rough bar, and I want you to come. And Patrick mm-hmm. Swayze's like, "I'll take five thousand up front, thousand a day, and you pay for my medical bills." Guys, like, done. Mm-hmm.
2: So Swayze
0: yeah. has been cherry picked. He goes off to this rowdiest bar you could <laughs> ever imagine. Super.
3: This is what I'm talking about. These, are, it's like all those Friday. It's Friday. It's like all exactly. those songs are written about that bar, and it's a small town too. It's just that roadhouse, and then a. Like a, a store, a construction,
0: yeah, like a hardware <laughs> store. <And laughs> people in this bar. So, so Patrick Swayze shows up to the bar. <laughs> never seen the town ever. has a bar and a construction, or a hardware much. store, and That's a it. evil and millionaire g- and a beautiful, and a girl. beautiful doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Patrick shows up to the Can I just bar. Talk
3: about how beautiful Patrick Swayze is. Absolutely. To me, he looks like a centaur without the back half.
0: Well, he had a mane. Okay. He had like a lion's mane mm-hmm. had, and sturdy
3: and, ass legs. Absolutely. Horse's legs. Horses legs, yeah, and a ripped bod. It's too bad he's gone because he had the most beautiful horses legs for a man.
0: He it is sad he's gone. So he shows up to this bar. People are literally like getting basically murdered in this bar. Like it's the rowdiest bar you could ever imagine. Oh, there was one scene. Do you remember this, Chris? There's a guy. This is showing. This is showing how crazy the bar is early on. Some creepy old man is there with his babe wife, yeah, and he goes to some other guy. Hey, twenty bucks. Do you want to? Touch your boobs or something like that. Remember that? Wasn't yeah. oh, that weird?
3: Yeah, I got a boner during that part. Are you
1: are you confusing this movie with Indecent Proposal? No, Michael. It, it a, happened in Roadhouse. Okay, as well. but
3: anyway. in my opinion, that uh, that was a decent proposal. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was hot, man. I love uh, women from uh, small towns where there's just a, a roadhouse in the middle of miles of mud. Yeah. How come a billionaire is opening a bar for reprobates? No. It's
2: Friday night. A regular
1: gonna smoke weed in the mud. <laughs> Boss can't tell me what to do. I'm getting mud on my work shoes. (laughs) I'll have to clean them off on Sunday night. (laughs) Go back to work. It's all right. (laughs) All my friends are at work.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My wife's a bitch and no other girls like
1: me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. regular guy owns the bar, but for some reason there's a billionaire in the town who employs all these ninjas basically, and Patrick Swayze is also and a ninja. And the billionaire's like,
3: I like the bar being rough. Yeah, there's
0: no reason. And the billionaire's <laughs> just like, I want Patrick out of here. It's not working out. Why? I don't know. So he basically tries to murder Patrick Swayze. Sam Elliott comes, and Sam Elliott is like even more legendary bouncer. Yeah. And he actually looks like a major time stud in this. He's, He's wearing the tight best. black jeans, tight shirt, beautiful stubble. He looks, his mm-hmm. hair is incredible. He comes in and he's like, they're kicking these ass of all these ninjas. Sam Elliott's totally hitting on mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze's girlfriend, the beautiful doctor. And Patrick Swayze it. doesn't care.
3: No, they love he it. it. He likes it. He's earned it. Oh, That's
1: he's a cuck. He gets off on seeing Maybe. a guy with his and girl.
0: Then, and then it basically turns into this crazy ninja movie with Patrick Swayze fighting all these
1: so like, it? It's really, really It's funny. amazing. Is there country music playing while white men do this, kung fu? Like, Michael, yes. And this is what You know the slide guitar? back
3: to. Oh, oh That's yes! what I was getting back to. I just realized where you're going to bring yes. up. Yes. Hit
0: it. I forget his name.
3: Jeff Healy. Yes.
0: He's a major
3: star he's, in the movie. He, kind of acts he acts in the movie, not just plays the slide guitar. He's blind. like a leading <laughs> role. No joke. He's the... <laughs> yeah. And Jeff
0: Healy, he was like a Toronto guy, right? Uh, this is like my yeah. sound episode. <laughs> uh, but didn't he, like, he played in bars around here, like, all the time until, like, recently, right? Well, he passed away. Oh, uh, I know. That's sad. But Where prior to he? that, wasn't he sort of a staple of, like, uh, yeah, Toronto... Was... Toronto Blues Rock
2: King. He had Healy's yeah.
1: down at Bathurst and Queen. He had Healy's, now it's the
0: Bundock. <laughs> <laughs> Bundock. You
1: the know queen.
2: what?
0: <laughs> Chris, <laughs> back me up on this. He was good in the movie. He was a, he was a good was actor. He's probably too. the second best actor in the movie. Did he do an like, accent? He, was,
3: he goes, hey, it's good to see. you. you yeah, he just played it cool. Yeah, he's like, good to see. You. You're you a good guy. Yeah. And he, he'd be really like, lines.
0: word on the street, Patrick, is that uh, the billionaire wants to dead. That's just the word on the street. Like that kind of thing. He was really good. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I Roadhouse. I don't know how you
1: did. You're a good guy. Yeah. Are well, there any other like Canadian 80s musicians in Roadhouse? And like, the Hot Doctor, you naked. Okay. <laughs> that is true.
3: That is true. From, don't you guys care about that stuff?
1: I I don't look for that in movies. I prefer movies about, you know, Robbie Robertson, movies about, uh, you Michael's know. Michael's
0: never paid for a Doc, Mr. Skin account.
2: No. Oh, Can you weird. believe that?
3: No. It's the best. What it is is it shows you every single scene that a female has been nude in. Oh, probably a man, too, but I always, <laughs> look, you know, whatever. I, you know. <laughs> Anyway, check out Roadhouse <laughs> and Mr. Skin. <laughs>
0: what are? Is there? Yeah, I I want to see other movies like Roadhouse. Like when I watched Roadhouse, after I was like, I want to see more like this. Is over the top mm-hmm. like Roadhouse? Oh, is possibly it? the totally. arm wrestling movie. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, Sylvester Stallone, I'm your agent. Yeah, what do you have for me? We have a <laughs> we have an arm wrestling movie for you. I'll do it. <laughs>
2: I wish everyone listening could have seen what
3: Mike's face looked like too, to go along with that Rambo sort of alone impression.
1: Rambo is it Last Blood? The the final Rambo movie is about to come out, where Sylvester Stallone reprises the It'll role of John Rambo. Fine. He's like seventy eight years old. it great. He's covered in mud, killing people with bone and arrows, and I think his <laughs> like granddaughter gets kidnapped by like a bad person. must not he
0: be senile by now?
1: I'm fighting the war against my own brain. <laughs>
3: my old brain is my worst nightmare.
1: <laughs> he gets, he puts like a bullet belt and all the knives and has like loads his guns and just shoots himself in the brain.
3: Grandpa, help me! The bad guys have me under their arm. I, I,
1: no, and they're
3: running away.
1: Sorry, kid. I gotta shoot myself in the brain.
3: One last bullet.
1: <laughs>
0: You're watching Rambo. Stick around, we'll be right back. <laughs>
3: In the middle of the movie, he says that. Oh to God, camera. No, Mr. Stallone. <laughs> Mr. Stallone, you
1: don't have to do that. He looks at the camera and goes, do we like this movie so far?
3: <laughs> Another rainbow hit coming at you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Angela. <laughs>
0: Mr. Stallone, that wasn't you.
1: Judith Light just appears in a scene in the new Rambo movie. Uh, I would pay double the price for that.
3: <laughs>
2: Didn't How is that. Rambo not Tony from Ace <laughs> the Box?
1: She calls him Tony in
3: Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny to me. Millennials won't get this. Hey, this is Chris Locke, and you're listening to the Landlord and Tenant podcast. Didn't uh, Sylvester Stallone do uh, a porn
0: porno movie? The Italian
3: Stallion, yeah. I think. First, mm-hmm. first thing he ever did on camera. Yeah, yeah. And his penis is so long; it's like a horse's dick, like a stallion's penis.
1: And it's, it has like it's tort has a tortured look to it, like his face as well. Yeah. Wow. Is uh. He used to work out like his whole body because you know when he yeah. was younger, like in Rocky and Rambo and mm-hmm. uh, all those other famous movies he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he would work out not just his pecs and arms and legs. Mm-hmm. He was known for working out his uh, his privates as well. Mm-hmm. Fantastic!
3: Yeah, he would attach a dumbbell to his penis and lift it up, and then uh, yeah, that gave him the inspiration um, for Rocky. <laughs>
0: wow!
1: You know that scene where he runs up the stairs and starts mm-hmm. like. Pumping his fist in the air. Yeah, originally in Philly. In yeah. Philly yeah, and there's a statue of him. Originally,
3: around. it was his penis pumping in the air.
1: Yeah, and he was running. <laughs> well, he was running up the
0: stairs mm-hmm.
3: with a
1: big, heavy weight tied to his penis. Yeah,
0: and he was jumping around. Hey, maybe he was trying to regrow his foreskin. That's a thing. No, that was I the original
1: plot of Rocky. Oh. Yeah, the boxing
3: element only came in uh, <laughs> late in the script development. But if yeah. the Rocky was originally entitled "Foreskinny," <laughs> <laughs> Foreskinny. Do you uh, now imagine Sylvester Stallone
1: um, getting circumcised while "Eye of the Tiger" plays?
3: Eight. Oh Picture. yeah, baby! <clears throat> okay,
2: wow!
0: <laughs> 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 it hurts,
2: real. Cool
0: put it cool. back on. <laughs> I asked for a little off the top. That's not what I meant.
3: Hey, we got a new Rocky. Hey, Rocky,
1: you look so good with your new hairstyle.
3: Uh, Get
1: in there, Rock. You got a new
0: dick.
3: That's Burgess Meredith.
0: Get in there, Rocky. Your you bum. Show him the new head of your penis.
1: <laughs> I remember years ago going to see the movie Copland, and it was uh, very hyped because... Uh, it was some real heavyweights in one movie. It was Pacino, De Niro, and Sylvester Stallone.
0: Are you sure Copland? And Copland.
1: Ray Liotta. I've never and heard of Ray Liotta. Wait,
3: yeah. I've never heard of this. And Harvey Keitel. Pacino
0: and, and De Niro were in a movie called Copland?
1: And Chopeche.
3: Maybe wait am I confusing, <laughs> And Stallone. Am are you I,
0: thinking of
1: Heat? I'm thinking maybe I'm confusing Heat, but Copland was De Niro, at least.
3: Okay. And I think Stallone. Heat is the one with Pacino and De Nini. <laughs> Danini. <De> <laughs> Denini's panini. panini. <laughs> I, I
1: haven't. Uh, I haven't seen Heat. I really. That's
3: one big red pepper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have
1: you seen Robert De Niro? His work last year playing Robert Mueller on SNL. Uh, yes. There are great clips where he doesn't seem to have any familiarity with the lines, and he seems to be reading them cold for the first time mm. off uh, off camera. And he's really good. <laughs>
3: he's Really, really good. Also, I feel like he didn't know who. Like he didn't watch Robert Mueller once. Yeah, who's gonna see The Irishman?
1: Right. So when I found That's out Scorsese, Scorsese's new movie is called The Irishman. I thought, oh, it's a biopic of Michael Flatley from Lord of the Ring. No, Lord of the Dance. <laughs> Lord of the Dance. Right. And I was disappointed. You know, mm. it
3: was another oh, mafia movie. I well, thought it was gonna be about the leprechaun from Lucky Charms.
0: Imagine if he made a four-hour movie about that guy. Or what about Bono? Or The Edge, or Larry Mellon Jr.
3: You're watching or Adam The Clayton. Irishman. Stick around. You're watching The Irishman.
0: <laughs> was that Irish? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. I hear that Martin Scorsese, because he's like a method director, while he was directing The Irishman, he directed in an Irish accent. Oh. Lights, camera action. I'm Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so weird? Wow. I love it. So it's Pesci got out of retirement. He got yeah, out of retirement. He's back from retirement. He got Pacino. He
3: got De Niro. Man, yeah. these guys are never gonna die. I
0: know, They're never gonna die. Is that Joe Pesci?
1: <laughs> Their last words together. They're never gonna die, huh? Wait, what the your fuck shimba? makes
3: you think I'm never gonna
0: die? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good.
3: What the fuck <laughs> makes you think I'm never gonna die? What the fuck makes you think I'm? Uh,
0: yeah. immortal. <laughs> that, I hear that to warm up. What a weird argument that would be for him to have. You think I'm never going to die? What the fuck you just said? You think I'm never going to die? You Look at my I'm face. God? You think I
1: can't
3: hey, die? Hey, what is his, what's his name in it? Uh Nikki or Noah? Uh, Wait, are you talking no, about Goodfellas? What's the, the Goodfellas? What's his name? Damn, I don't know. Jimmy? Remember? No, Jimmy. Jimmy is Robert De Niro. Fuck. Oh fuck, I don't remember. I either. have seen that movie a million times. I love I mean Okay, obviously. the best, the actual funniest part in Goodfellas is when they just stab the guy, to not fully to death, but he's in the trunk of the car. Yeah. But then they go to Joe Pesci's mom, actually, technically, Martin Scorsese's real mom. They Mrs. go to her Pesci? house for really? dinner. Really? You remember this? Yeah. And I then, know. so it's him and De Niro and Ray Liotta's characters. Mm-hmm. And she's cooked them a big meal. She's making them eat all this food. And she shows them this painting. And it's got the two dogs and the man in the boat. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, so... This is the funniest part. She's showing him the painting and uh, Joe Pesci goes, yeah, I love it. Uh, one dog's going this way. One dog's going the other way. And this guy's going, uh, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh, this guy's man. going, what do you want from me? It's just an old man in a boat. Anyway. When
0: that <laughs> happened, was Ray, were people like Ray Liotta is going to be the next superstar? Because he was so yeah, good in that. Ray Liotta. Everyone was saying that at my high school. It was bugging me. Yeah, but he kind of di- wasn't. Is he still in the performing arts? Yeah, I think so. Really? I remember he was in Blow with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm.
1: He was in the news recently for his uh, well, should we Perfume get Ad. Yeah. Right? Oh.
0: Perfume Ad? Yeah. yeah. Can you sorry can we go, can you guys do a Ray Liotta impression? I feel like I'm so close to it but I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have seen enough of his work but I could try. What's a line he says in Goodfellas? Like what was his wife's name?
3: Paula. He's like every he's like everybody, every- everybody knew Paulie. Yeah. You know like
0: everybody knew Paulie. Ah, yeah. I'm not quite getting it but I feel when like when you can. were in, you were really in. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, everybody when you were in <laughs> In my crew, when you were in, you were really in. Or something like that. Every kid Yeah,
3: he's like every <laughs> yeah. It's hard. <laughs> you were doing it good. Oh, fuck, like, every kid in my neighborhood would never touch my mother after that day.
2: <laughs> no, no, That's <laughs>
3: After that day, no After one touched that. my mother.
1: Where does he get those wonderful uh cars? <laughs> uh, the car where they put the the guy they stabbed. Check this where out.
3: Where do I get the I oh, forget it. You want to hear my impression of a tiny little super cute car?
0: Sure. Boop boop.
3: <laughs> oh, we'll have to that edit that is very out.
0: Very cute. No, Michael.
2: <laughs> James. That, so, that
3: car is so tiny, you guys are people listening at home, you can't see, but that car. Boop, 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 boop. It's so tiny. Um, that it can cr- drive into the hole of your penis. Oh my! Like
1: the, about that? Like that fish? That? Uh, the
0: toothpick fish? What's it called? <sighs> the candiru like
1: fish? Like
3: a toothfish, toothpick fish, <laughs> tooth <pick> fish. <laughs> or the magic school? <laughs> oh no, that or the magic school in bus?
1: Tr- yeah, yeah, magic yeah. school bus. Like <laughs> a toothpick fish in troubled waters. Let's sing it. I will go up your yeah, private. Hands. Can you please sing it? Like. like a what's the fish called? Candiru. Like a kandiru in troubled
3: waters, I'll
1: swim up your, you know what?
3: <laughs> uh, Chris, so something's in my penis. <laughs> no, <Nope>. this vacation <laughs> has gone bad.
1: I've, usually, I like putting seafood inside of me, but not this time. Chris, we <laughs> saw we're gonna have
3: to cut it off.
1: Okay, doctor, I'd like a second opinion. We're gonna have to also burn it off. <laughs> hey, it's Patch Adams. <laughs>
0: Remember, you know, in like we're gonna have uh, to cut off your penis. <laughs> oh, you know, in like uh, movies when they're on on a radio station and they press buttons for sound effects. Yes, we should have Chris here and just like hold up signs and get him to
3: do sound effects. Yeah. in other
0: episodes, you know, our in-house Foley artist. <laughs> uh, I hate
3: that you guys that I'm. This has happened to me in this episode. I usually Are hide... You that I That's do. Great. All. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing sound effects since I was a kid. You know, there's a way of escape for me. Right?
2: <laughs> uh, can,
3: can people meet the real you? Because you're always doing funny voices and no, sound effects. No, <laughs> never. I don't even know who the real uh, me is. To be honest. Wow. Did mm-hmm. you use sound effects mm-hmm. to
1: to keep bullies uh, away
3: from you? Yes, that was right. When I was growing up, they'd be like, "Hey, give me your lunch money," and I go. Chick, chick, poof, woo, woo. oink oink
2: i remember
1: (laughs) i remember hearing jason alexander in an interview say once like you know that classic thing i used my sense of humor to to uh to divert the bully's attention away from me and i was like no way they still beat the shit out of you yeah
3: (laughs) he didn't have a he's like he's so lucky he was funny (laughs) on seinfeld because any interview or any other project i've seen him in he's Dead, deathly, not funny. If you want, so it's d- clearly the writing that made. Him wait, funny. wait, wait!
1: Have you seen Duckman?
3: <laughs> I love Duckman. That Man.
0: might actually hold <laughs> up. Okay, you know what is a good example Ajax. of him being very not funny? Uh, he is in a Nickelback video, Ugh. and it is Canucks. called "Trying Not to Love You." And I recommend you Google that if you want to see a rough video and performance. What is his role in it? He plays. I remember that a guy who's a barista in a cafe. And a beautiful woman comes in who's probably 30 years younger than him. Oh, and what am I going to do? he is like a nice... Jerry! He's like a nice... He's kind of a, a Jim from The Office type who's bashful and right. makes her a thing. And then a, a Jason Alexander enters the cafe playing another character. And this one's a bad boy with a leather jacket. Oh, shit. And he woos this beautiful woman away. Jason
3: Alexander's playing both characters? Yes. Yes. Or he is he dreaming? He's the bad guy character.
0: Mm, I think he just plays both. Cool
3: and, it, and very it, Peter Sellers. Yeah, I was,
0: yeah. was going to say Doctor Strange. But then the, the the Jim Halpert sort of bashful Jason Alexander kind of wins this beautiful woman back. The thing is, you so think it's a it, Chad and uh,
3: Incel type thing, kind of. Yeah, you'd think that Nickelback is definitely the <laughs> anthem for Chads.
0: Yes, you'd think that uh, this would um, be sort of tongue in cheek, but it's really all delivered in a way that's really weird. Check it out. All Try right. not to okay. love you. What's your, what movie, what music videos do you remember uh, a lot growing up? You know what one really stuck with me? How about that Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? Remember that? Uh, Sledge. Yeah,
3: I love that. I okay, love so that video. But I Bradley, actually, remember? my dad lived in the beaches okay. until I was about 14. And so when I was a little kid, I kind of grew, half grew up in the beaches area of Toronto too. And they had this, uh, this, uh, like kind of like Chinese, but also it was like a, a diner, but they also had Canadian food in it. Mm-hmm. And I always got grilled cheese sandwiches and French fries with ketchup. And they had those old school jukeboxes at the table. Oh. And I and I would get money off my dad and play Sledgehammer all the time at the table. Oh, cool. So uh, I'd be like, can I have a grilled cheese sandwich, please? And they'd be like, coming right up. And then I'd put it. And they'd be like. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like. And my dad would be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a great movie. You Snudge. know what? Yeah, I love yeah. that song. Uh, great effects. So, Northern Pikes, She Ain't Pretty, She Just Looks That oh, Way. yeah, Northern Pikes. <laughs> that they, that uh... song played all the time when I was a kid. It was a big Canadian uh, hit. And uh, me and Brian Barlow always joke about the part where it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I called her up. Uh, something her father her... was home. He said, She's busy. She can't come to the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Like the way he says it, it's so funny. The, Do you know the, that one? The Northern Pikes. Uh, a little bit. Are She's busy. She can't come to the phone.
1: <laughs> I feel like the Northern Pikes are one of the bands that just before Canadian music got like legitimate respect around the world, when like actual good bands started coming from Canada, they were like the the last wave of bands that only had careers because of government assistance. One hundred percent. Made
3: sure that they were on the radio. On TV, yeah. every um, single video from the '80s, uh, the, everyone in the band was wearing light denim jeans, and they were <laughs> in a wheat field,
0: <laughs> and the wind oh, was blowing. I just googled them, and that is the Google image. See? Wait, I'll show you. Hang on.
3: They also what did was th- the Grapes of Wrath? Hit? Here, look now. Um, if you Google
0: them; it's the first thing is them in a
1: cornfield. Grapes of Wrath, <laughs> oh, wearing man. jeans. We're from BC, and they had what was going through my head. All the things I wasn't. That's no, but the they, one. They, they like, dressed All the like things Simon Garfunkel they, yeah. with like two uh, yeah. turtlenecks. and was I very find. earnest music. Yeah. Um,
0: did Northern Pikes do Teen Land? Yes. Whoa, yeah. Teen yeah.
3: Land. What the hell is Teen Land? Oh. It's, are they perverts? Uh, you know, it's Jeffrey uh, Epstein's well, I, yeah, favorite
2: song.
1: I was going to
3: say, we could have found out, but the guy offed himself. Guard. Pickle. Can I have a
1: gun? <laughs> okay, Mr. <laughs> Epstein, but don't do nothing stupid with it. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom, and I've got to go to sleep.
3: This is my impression of the guard from that jail on the toilet hearing a gunshot off in the distance. Um, uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh-oh. Um, boss,
1: you're (laughs) going to want to sit down.
3: How the hell did Jeffrey Epstein get an AR-15 into his cell? (laughs) Were you supposed to be on suicide watch? The guy riddled himself with bullets. I don't get it. (laughs) He hung himself with... Um, a bunch of bullets. <laughs> yeah, we never saw the body. No, sure. We never saw Bin Laden's body either. Maybe they're, they they oh. buried them together.
2: Hmm. Bin
3: There's Laden... an island that we don't know about on our maps. Yeah, I swear.
1: Do you think when SEAL Team Six broke into Bin Laden's compound and he saw a, a Navy SEAL with a gun pointed at him, he like turned to a camera and went,
0: "Oh shit!"
1: <laughs>
0: or he might have gone, "I'm gonna enjoy this." <laughs> Like the Joker probably would say. Oh, have you guys seen that Joker trailer? (laughs) So the Joker... Oh, God. That is chilling, Chris. So the Joker just won
1: top prize (laughs) at the Venice Film
3: Festival as we're recording, and it's about to premiere here at TIFF. You guys didn't mention that I'm wearing the makeup right now. Oh, sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Chris, you're wearing the modern Joaquin Phoenix Joker makeup.
3: (laughs) I'm losing my mind. That is chilling. (laughs) What do you think? That's really good. I'm literally... A huge, huge fan of Zhao Quinn Phoenix.
1: He's very good at acting.
3: Remember
0: when he was Uh, doing interviews in Mm. character and it's like, oh, it's going to be for some movie. And
3: then what the hell movie was it? I don't know. It was called He's Not Here Anymore or something like that. But it was not worth it, it, right? No. Like
0: it was not worth going on Letterman and being And David Letterman
3: was really, really mad forever. Yeah. Uh, Because he's dead now, right?
0: (laughs) No, no. He's just got a beard.
3: Hey, what's up? Actually, he kind of looks like God. Well, well a lot beard. of us comedians, he is. My, yeah, yeah, it's true. Good point. I'm not a comedian anymore, though. I'm
1: a poet. But anyways, <laughs> have you seen any Tiff celebs um, during the festival this year, Chris?
3: Yeah, Northern Pikes. I saw basically. Ooh. No, I saw. Okay, do you guys know where Cloverdale Mall is? Yeah, is that it's in by in the Fort Saga. Yeah, almost okay. Half a Tobico on the border of a Tobico. It's Sick. by basically. <clears throat> Okay, for all you Toronto heads, Cloverdale Mall, it's uh, by West Mall, and it's by... uh, I've
1: heard of a four-leaf clover.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So picture someone found a four-leaf clover and used it to luckily build a mall. (laughs) (laughs) It's by the 427 and I think Dundas? So we're talking just west of Kipling, subway stop. Just west of Kipling. It's mostly dentist offices and like an A&W, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Mostly the real you, Toronto. like old people, senior citizens go there to walk around because mm. outside is too either cold or hot, but uh, trying to outrun death. There's yeah. a big Dollarama there, and I saw Brad Pitt, Edward Norton, Jared Leto, what? Um, and the girl from Fight Club, and David Helena, Fincher, Helena Bottom Cotter, and, and David, David Fincher. So, Whoa. what I think was. They were buying props. What the heck? I think they're here to they're doing the festival, but I think they're also buying props for the new Fight Club Part Two.
2: Oh Right. Yeah, that would which
3: be I a is IO nine yeah. is rumored. Have you seen IO9.com? There's because, Fight Club Part Two coming out. For real?
1: Because they're you know, Chris, <laughs> yes. it actually it's really smart that they're doing that because with the exchange rate, they're getting a mm-hmm. real bang for their buck. Um uh, with the way the US dollar is worth so much more than our Canadian dollar. Our loony. Only, yeah. lunat- only lunatics would use that currency these days. How about a Fight yeah. Club uh, sitcom?
2: Yeah. Edward You're watching and
0: Fight Club. Tyler Durden and the unnamed narrator have a perfect odd couple. Since since Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, there probably hasn't been a
3: bigger odd couple. Tyler Durden is like, we got to get out of this apartment with all its IKEA furniture. Yeah, these possessions don't own you. Yeah, you don't own these possessions.
0: Would, would it be yeah, fun? When right. I was sixteen and I saw that, that legitimately affected how I thought about
3: possessions. Do you, you know that, that? Oh, I saw it when I was nineteen.
0: Oh, we're a little bit More. age difference. Did yeah. it
3: affect your views on possessions? Well, maybe I was older. Um, yeah, I got mad at all my CDs. <laughs> Did you yell at your couch? <laughs> I remember
1: yelling at my couch and, oh, and you and, don't own me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I banished the fridge from our
1: home our family home. it's
3: really weird how <laughs> fight club is resonates today i haven't and, watched in a long time but i hope it doesn't i hope it
0: aged okay but i don't know you'll know be amazing you know that i you, mean that technology where in you a can, way that is weird
3: <laughs> mm, sorry
1: you know that face swapping technology where you can put anyone's face on like you know an actor's body imagine mm-hmm. redoing fight club with this filter mm-hmm. but edward norton and brad pitt's faces are replaced with Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau's faces. Oh wow! The old Fight Club. The old Fight Club, and then they're beating that goddamn snot out of each other, yeah.
3: or their friends, or me. Do it Walter Matthau or Jack Lemon?
1: I'm Walter Matthau. Okay. <laughs> is that good? I am bleeding here. I'm Walter Matthau. <laughs> 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 to
3: Jack Lemon
1: now. Uh, hey there, Walter. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank you.
0: You're a bit uh, of a... Jo- well, uh, Michael, we're uh, kind of a damn odd couple. I'm Walter Matthau, and you're Jack Lemmon. If no. Jack Lemon was worse off. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well,
1: uh, imagine a poor Jack Lemon in the odd couple. Yeah. Hey, by the way... Mm, I'm imagining it. Mm. Do
0: you guys know who had a, a cameo in Fight Club? Yes. He's a 1990s alternative rock frontman.
1: Well, I know Meatloaf was in, but he's no, more well, of a 70s guy. Inclu-
0: outside of Meatloaf, lead singer of the band Live, Ed Kowalczyk, had a tiny really? little cameo. He played like a waiter. Hello, uh, can, I, and, can I take your orders? <clears throat> I can do a really good Ed Kowalczyk. Ready? Yep. Wait a second. How's it go? Um, oh, yeah. How's it go? Um, whoa, I feel <laughs> it coming back again. Like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. Gents, right? Monetize that.
1: Build an app around your Ed Kowalchuk impression. Thank you. How
3: come he didn't, like, he chose not to really open his mouth as he sang? I don't know. Like, Apparently, what, remember what he had a to make stretch, a man.
0: Remember I alone? I, I do Yes. I
1: actually know the, the answer to that question, Chris. He had a toothache all through the <laughs> 90s, and every time he opened his mouth
3: too wide, the pain would get really bad. Well, if I chose to be a singer, I would fix my tooth and open my <laughs> mouth so wide. Do you remember after. Well, we all remember Live's
0: prime was throwing copper. Do you remember late, late in Live's career, what the was song, that song, Do You Hear the Dolphins Cry? Love <laughs> all right, do you hear the dolphins cry? But uh, to me, I, dolphins I are remember.
3: always having fun, even if they're trapped but in a tuna net. the point was
0: we're messing up the environment. Was it about Echo Would the they Dolphin? don't
3: cry. I don't think it's the dolphins <laughs> that he should sing about. I think it's someone else. No. Hey y'all, this is Chris Locke, master of funny voices, <laughs> and you're listening to the Landlord and Tenant Podcast. <laughs> beep, beep. Oh, my cab's here.
0: Have you seen any, any good movies lately, like on TV or whatever, like like how I watch Roadhouse? Have you watched any Netflix movies? Or, I, you're, a, you're a movie buff.
3: Yeah, I'm a movie buff and I'm buff and I'm in movies. I've been a couple independent movies. Oh, shit. I'm in Sundowners. I'm in Phil City. Damn, what else do you right. want? And I'm buff. Yeah, no, you look really good. Thanks. I'm, uh, I just went over a role today as a. B- the breakdown was big bear of a man. <laughs> well, hey, that's flattering. What do you think? You look. Yeah, you look like a big bear of a guy. I look like I work out every day and I'm big, and like an outdoorsman. Yeah, that's right. I could put a tree on my shoulder. You, you could pass as a Quebecois
0: lumberjack out there. You know, you're, 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 you're masculine looking. You know, you kind of got a
3: tough. And I like maple syrup. Yes. So, have you ever thought about becoming a Quebec man? Yes, and also, have you guys thought about camping with me? <laughs>
2: sure. Well, I mean, to? I hadn't quite. Hey, I next hadn't time considered Chris it. is
3: on, let's do it
0: live from a campsite. Mike, for sure. real, have you ever
3: gone camping?
0: I went. My family
1: never did. We went once in a trailer t- to Banff, and we had like eight of my dad's relatives in the camper, and my French candidate, Uncle John, also. And then I went in high school once, and we just stayed in a uh, my friend's van.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you should do a
3: fringe play about all that. that is, yeah. Wow. Wait, what do you mean we're just staying in the van? <laughs> Maybe I should back up and start from the beginning Hi, I'm Mike, thanks for coming to my Fringe well,
1: Show Well, <laughs> uh, if Mike Verbiglia is listening He should watch his back Because I'm coming up behind him
3: Mike Birbiglia, he, yeah, his uh, stand-up comedy Kind of shifted, eh? He tells uh, basically novels on stage Did you guys know that I was blocked On Twitter from Gary <laughs> Gullman? Why don't you tell the story? So Gary Gulman, he does all these tips, these stand-up comedy tips. I didn't mean tips. to hurt the man at all. I swear to...
1: Now, do you mean... Did you, did you say the wrong name? Did you mean Gary Shandling?
3: No, I wish Gary Shandling was still alive and on Twitter. Oh. It was Gary Gulman. Gary
0: Gulman. he's been doing these tips. He's on about tip number 800 or something.
3: I wasn't really, like, aware. Someone told me recently, like, yeah, he said he's going to do a stand-up tip every day for a whole year. I'm like, okay. But uh, I didn't know that. But anyways... He's at tip two... At this point in time, he's at tip 234. Okay. And the tip was, uh, you know, by and even by around tip 20, his <laughs> tips were like, try uh, writing jokes with a pen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you write with a
1: pen, switch to a pencil. If you write with a pencil, switch to a pen. <laughs> Keep things fresh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> try swi- uh, Try writing jokes with an astronaut's pen right on the ceiling. Try writing jokes with your own blood. Actually, try this. Yeah. T- write jokes with a hat on. Now take the hat off. See what I mean?
1: Try <laughs> pissing your pants and writing some jokes.
3: Put yourself in new, uh, uncomfortable situations. Yeah, go for a long walk and try to think of jokes while you walk. Also, want to come over? <laughs> Throw yourself in front of a car. It'll give you new material, new experiences. Well, pull your brains out so I can be the only comedian. <laughs> <laughs> At tip 234 was like i remember when i was depressed i got a dog it really helped try getting a dog pets always help cats are good too <laughs> and then i responded okay this is getting crazy <laughs> <laughs> boom blocked right away Damn. not kidding oh because you and then not even two weeks later my whole Twitter account was gone. It was uh, right you suspended, got, and you, you got don't know, really know why. Huh? I don't know why.
1: And so you had quite a,
3: a <laughs> you had a, a lot of followers following. You
0: had like six thousand followers tweeting or for something.
3: ten goddamn years. And you're
0: really funny. You know what? You should say your new Twitter account because let's get the word out there that you're you're doing a new one.
3: My old one was at ChrisLock and I don't know why it got suspended. I suspect Gary Goldman. <laughs> uh, it was a vindictive man vindictive man he just kidding I really don't think so but uh, and I also to be honest was not trying to hurt him I thought a comedian would see the humor in my response <laughs> yeah anyways uh, block hey then, how do you
1: write how do you write and perform jokes I have a dog <laughs>
3: <laughs> see what I mean like <laughs> you can take the piss out of it a little bit can't you nope I hate it when comedians want to be so serious it's insane hmm. yeah awesome I'm at Chris World. It's at Chrislock World now. The, I got I, some hits already. I got wow. tweets blowing up already. My <laughs> my uh, followers are bouncing back, baby. Everybody's helping. It's very nice. And I Mike, love that. You said something nice. I love that Chrislock World. Chrislock an... World. I know. Now it's Bobby's World. world. Remember yes. Bobby? yes. Howie.
0: My name is Bobby. Oh. My oh. name is Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My name is. Should Bob. I do it? My Bobby. name is Bobby. How about on the count Bobble's of
1: three? World. Let's all say, "My name is Bobby" on the count of three. Does that sound fun?
3: Yeah. <laughs> One, One two three, three. three. My mama's three.
0: Those are, that's a whack that's a wild <laughs> voice, isn't it? How? Oh, it's a moneymaker. Chris, you're a stand-up comedian. Is everyone are all stand-up comedians on
3: drugs?
1: Yeah, because where do they get their ideas?
3: Um, yes. Everybody's microdosing acid and mushrooms right now, and it's making them a lot more creative. It's wow. nice. So
0: when you're backstage at a stand up comedy show mm-hmm.
3: What is micro dosing? They just do a tiny bit of it? Tiny bit so that you're like you tripping, but you're like level headed enough to like go along with your day. Wow. Do you ever microdose alcohol? Uh, I have to now because, yeah, I want to take it easy. <laughs> Did you ever uh, dabble with cigarettes
0: for creativity or micro? Uh-huh.
3: Um, yeah, I used to smoke ciggies and then uh, write all night by candlelight until my fingers were bleeding. And that was some of the best stuff I ever made. And that was when I was 24. When I first met you, you were a smoker. Yeah, but do you remember you when I was... You and Brian Barlow. Yeah, we smoked Smokers. a lot. And we smoked and ate nachos all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: remember we the time that uh, I went over, me and Brian went over to your house and we ordered KFC? Or we ate KFC and then we were too full and we took our shirts off and rolled around <laughs> on <onto> your carpet? <laughs> yes. I was like, Mike hates us.
1: And it was a lot of farting, I think. No. <laughs>
3: Well, anyways, a few years into me being a real pack a day smoker, I'm out in this boat by myself in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and the thing capsizes. Oh God! Yeah, but there—it was a small like dinghy. But there's an air pocket for three days. I'm just all my body submerged except for my hands holding onto the side of the boat, and my head is in the air pocket underneath this dinghy. That's and wouldn't you stars. know? It turns out that that's the exact best uh process to get <laughs> nicotine addiction out of your blood because i bet wow. your
1: smokes would have been waterlogged yeah right? oh boy. as i was
3: capsized under trapped underneath the uh, yeah i uh, took my pants off too so i could just pee and poo in the ocean and whatever <laughs> that's terrifying mm. i know i didn't eat fish food yeah i, I was thought of, i always help the environment i always go into the water and defecate <laughs> they should make
1: <laughs> it there should be a director's cut of titanic james cameron's titanic where we see a character who, as the water keeps rising, he just sort of gets a weird grin on his face because you know he's peeing and pooing in the water.
3: <laughs> you know when it shows men flaw, falling all the way down the hull of the boat and it's like a long journey because they're at the top and they can't hold on anymore? It'd be funny if wa- during that fall, they pulled their pants down <laughs> and, <laughs> and pooed before hitting the
2: ocean. I can't believe I'm laughing <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you guys think that's? I of think of it's funny? great, and it probably what, happened. I?
3: It probably I'm happened. Like, I
1: know. You know. We think. You know. We think of the Titanic <laughs> one way, but you know,
3: why know not think th- of it another
1: yeah. way? <laughs>
3: <laughs> James Cameron made so much money off of Titanic that no other movie could touch him. For money, until his own movie Avatar, and they're making literally five more for yeah. like t- the next ten. He's years. He's literally the king of Hollywood and cinema. You know what's so good?
0: He's made the most Aliens. money out of anybody. His his Alien movie is so good. And Aliens.
3: I just read when he was on set for Aliens, everybody in the production side was giving him a hard time because they didn't even see the Terminator. Uh, which which it he might made have on... come out before Terminator Two. No, it no Terminator One. He didn't do Terminator One. Oh, oh my God! Do you want? I'll beat you up. Oh, it's don't, his. Don't. It's his. Like it's what kickstarted his whole career. Oh, I thought I thought he only did Terminator Two. Bill Paxton in Terminator 1. Terminator 1's great. And the Terminator,
1: that's just a, I'm if I remember correctly, he was a, a killer robot who wanted to get to the Titanic to explore it, right? <laughs> he wanted to explore because he has a fascination he wanted to stop with it from the cra- sea. Cra- crashing.
0: My yeah.
3: favorite scene in Terminator is when he goes, "Are you Sarah Connor?" and she goes, "Yes." And then he pulls down his pants and poos on her porch. He's, he's like, it's a titanic thing you wouldn't understand.
1: And oh. then Reese from the future,
3: because you know how Reese goes back to help Sarah? Yeah. He goes, it's crazy what the machines can do. They're, they got their cyborg, cybernetic uh, bodies, robot yeah. bodies with real synthetic skin on top, and real poo comes out. <laughs> Remember
0: when and he then, saw the iceberg and he goes, Ice to meet you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Ice, see a spot to poo.
0: I really just want to be a spy with my little eye. Ice. Ice. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. Oh boy.
1: You think Arnold's in town? If he is, let's invite him over to do our next episode. Is he ever going to run for president for the love of Pete? Jeez. (laughs) Guy's been the governor for how long? There's only one more move to make. Yeah, he could change the law so that a non—he's not the governor non- anymore. Oh yeah, because like you have to be born in America to run for president. So and how did Ted Cruz did do? Uh, try to do it? Well, because he—I uh, think he was he- wasn't like his parents were here doing government There's some work. Weird, I do All right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, Oof, I feel like we all have low blood sugar now. Yeah.
1: No. Is there anything you want to say before we turn off the microphones? Anything about Tiff or any other serious... I just want to say want that to everybody,
3: everybody on the crew of Aliens were like, Ridley Scott is our hero. He's our god. Right. We love Ridley Scott. Nothing will ever touch Alien. Mm-hmm. Right. They didn't see Terminator. They thought James Cameron was just some young upstart. who Canadian. Liked... Canadian. Ooh! Who lucked into getting the job. <laughs> and Aliens... Destroyed the box office. It was so good. It's a mega. That's he what Termina- He went from Terminator to Aliens to The Abyss. Oh, to I freaking Terminator Two. The, the guy is, and then you he know, made the only, the only, and then he made True Lies. But I think yeah. that's just that's because good. Arnold Schwarzenegger. True Lies is good. You know what I love? And he, I think he made it because Schwarzenegger was like, "Can you make this? Make, oh, make I, I didn't. I want to fav- laugh.
1: <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can tell that James Cameron was putting a little Easter egg for his Canadian fans, mm-hmm. where the aliens, uh, one of the aliens, has like killed uh, the crew, mm-hmm. and then he turns to the camera and he's a little tiny Canadian flag, and he mm-hmm. looks down the barrel of the camera and goes,
0: Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, the, 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 <laughs> Xeno, the xenomorph did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> I didn't think that was its voice.
3: <laughs> There's a part in Aliens where Bill Paxton looks right at the camera and goes,
0: "I like Smarties." <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Terminator 2 place? I got a place? boat in a marina at Lake Simcoe. <laughs> Terminator 2 takes place in Canada,
3: too, right? Like, Yeah, Terminator 2 takes place in Winnipeg. Yeah. Near the, it, all, yeah it, because it was that's filmed where inside John, the Burton Cummings Theater.
0: That's where, you know, John Connor and his mom live, like all those shots of Winnipeg, you know, when they're kind of yeah. driving in this sort of uh, canal and everything, famous Winnipeg Canal. Oh, I know.
3: And then... Uh, <laughs> That that Terminator, the liquid metal Terminator. Oh. He's shivering. They were that's worried. why
0: he's sh- he They were worried that it was going to be winter and the liquid Terminator yeah. would freeze. I know.
3: Don't lick the liquid Terminator. Your tongue will get stuck tongue, to that's his... That's an
0: old Winnipeg saying.
1: Yeah. Can I bomb a smoke? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, Are you Ronald Sarah
3: Connor? He's freezing, shivering. <laughs> you
0: know, and then at the end he goes, I'll be back, but
3: not in the winter. Too cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... That almost sounded like a... Uh, yeah so you want to wrap it up let's
1: do well, this as good a place as any. i'm just gonna say you don't want we- me to say more poo jokes do one more do it <laughs> i'll Treasure's be on.
3: back <laughs> that was his poo hitting the sidewalk <laughs> oh um, your
0: your sound effects have just been so great
3: i think that i'm really good at them you are what's your favorite one i know yeah i don't know can you do a truck i can do a clown horn <laughs> yeah hmm? i can do a truck horn yeah. wow that was, that was amazing. good here's a clown horn
0: <laughs> that's good you know too, what
1: dude. screw these tiff <laughs> screw these tiff galas they should put you on stage at one of these theaters with a huh? microphone
0: i know you could do a show where it's just you making these noises You'll be, it's you're really good Chris, at it. what if your next stand-up album as a project is just sound
1: effects
3: i actually for real wanted to make a <laughs> joke album where I teach you how to make the sounds of different types of guns
0: <laughs> and weapons. So what's what's a Tommy gun? I don't know. Like that's good. Damn, yeah. You're a Tommy gun. Yeah, who's that? Um, I don't know. I just remember in Home Alone. <laughs> remember in Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin would watch old it movies. It's like if you don't believe me, my Tommy gun will talk to you or whatever. Yeah, and then
3: Macaulay Culkin's like, <laughs> "This is the best."
1: Well, this has been a long episode. Chris, we want to thank you so much for joining us,
0: especially on such a busy week for movie lovers. It's TIFF week.
3: I have to go to a bunch of parties now.
0: You know what, Mike? I'm just going to guess, you edit these, that there's going to be some on the cutting room floor. X-rated stuff. Yeah. Because we we had such a wild afternoon with Chris, and we said so much stuff. That'd that'd be something good for the Patreon people. Get our X-rated cutting room floor stuff of this yeah, episode too because hot Chris for... Chris has been absolutely mental in here. I'm
3: sorry you have to sift through all my uh, mental ramblings. <laughs> uh, he's
2: twisted. This guy's really I'm a twisted. diabolical madman.
1: I feel like mad I'm going to be like a psychiatrist uh, dealing with the Joker trying to figure out what's going on in your head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh.